Hello, deadly people. Welcome to Rising, Thriving, and Vibing podcast. I'm your host, Keisha Tipwin, a digital creator, entrepreneur, and a deadly auntie. This show is about healing, humor, and deadly vibes. Here to rise, thrive, and vibe together. Dancing Nitotimak. Hello, friends. I want to say that I appreciate you all for making it to episode 29 with me. And I'm glad you're back for your weekly dose of deadliness. I'm all set up in my studio, aka my room. I'm sitting on my lawn chair. Man, I can just picture my future studio for my podcast. I'll have deadly mics set up on a table or a desk. And I'll even have room for guests as well. Ooh, with super comfy, supportive chairs, especially for the back. Ooh, I'll even be doing like my own video podcast while getting sponsored and paid ads. Oof, manifestation. Say it, believe it, receive it. So, what's today's episode about? For today's episode, I want to chat about attachment styles from my own perspective. What they are, and I want to talk about my own attachment and how I'm working on becoming secure. This week's Cree theme is house pets. So stay tuned for the ending segment to find out what the Cree word of the week is. Updates. Yo, this past weekend, I was supposed to go to Red Deer Powwow, but my plans didn't go through. On Friday, so this past Friday, my mom called and asked if I want to go to Edmonton. And of course, I said yes, like such a spontaneous trip, so might as well YOLO. Anyways, so that um, morning she called, I just like slowly got ready packed my shit and I drove to the town beside my res to scoop my mom. Then we made our way to Edmonton. I guess some people from my res went to go watch Battle of Alberta, Calgary Flames versus Edmonton Oilers. So I was just hanging out with some fam. I also met up with one of my friends and hung out. I also really enjoyed his presence. So it was a really good spontaneous weekend. I enjoyed the roadie, and it was just like good to get away from the city for a bit, so that was nice. Another update. When one door closes, another one opens. So last week I was supposed to go to a conference, I was supposed to fly out to another province, but it got cancelled and it got rescheduled till next year. For some reason I have like this feeling that it's not gonna go through. So another opportunity showed up. I'll be working on a new project that's due in December. It's due on my birthday exactly on that day. So that's pretty exciting. That's like a birthday gift to me. I'm pretty excited of the process and the creative work that I'll be doing. It's, I don't know, it's just new for me and it's just, it's opening more doors for the work that I want to do. I'm pretty excited for the project. I'm excited to see the outcome and the results and just to experience the whole process. Also, I'll be working my first night shifts tomorrow night. 
So when this is released, I'll be working that night. I'm excited, but I'm also kind of dreading going to work. What's really motivating me is that I gotta pay for rent and my bills for next month. So that's like what's really motivating me. But I feel like once I get the hang of it and once I start building those relationships, it'll get better. That's for sure. I want to be able to like learn more, gain some knowledge while I'm not that busy. Because in the future, I know I'm going to be so busy, especially with this project that I'm doing. I have to work on it full time and I have to do casual hours for this job that I'm going to. So it's going to be fun. November is going to be such like a great month of creativity and inspiration. Ooh, I'm just, it's just an exciting, it's an exciting journey right now. And I'm excited to share it with you all when I can. That is the end of updates. Moving on to my most asked question. How are you healing today? And if you're a first time listener, what I mean by that is, what are you doing to take care of your mental health, either today or from this past week? For me, this week, I'm healing by saying yes to a random trip and everything ended up working out as it should. It was pretty cool to see how it all worked out. It was like a really good roadie. All the unplanned things, we didn't know what to expect, me and my mom, because she was my roadie partner. And we ended up getting deals wherever we went. We seen people we knew. The timing was just great on everything. And I don't know, we just like timed out everything and it just worked out as it should, which is pretty cool. And I was just rocking my Moldavite too. And I'm like, oh yeah, thank you creator for putting me on this right path as I should. Anyways, I'm also healing by getting my shit together, y'all. It's been a long couple weeks. Y'all, it's been a long couple weeks of just procrastination, no motivation, It's been a while, actually. (laughs) Let me be real. But now that I'm starting to have like a routine and once I'm used to get like and once I'm used to working nights and I have my social media podcast schedule all in order, I think it'll be good. It'll be kind of smooth sailing, but I got to balance it out and learn some time management and multitasking. That's for sure. Anyways, I just got to learn how to get out of procrastination funk. It feels nice to actually like have a schedule, but I know in the future I'm going to be more busy with social media because I can just feel it. Then I'll have like less time at my nine to five job. But it's also like I'm fine with that. I do want to eventually be full time social media and all that good stuff. I know I'll get there like Oh, it's just, I don't know. I'm just loving the journey right now. That's it. That's all. Lastly, I'm healing by communicating more. I swear, y'all, my communication skills from before was no good. I I couldn't communicate for shit. And now I'm working on that. I've been working on that and I improved so much for me. I see my sister role modeling that for me. She shows me how to communicate, 
how to express my stuff instead of just like ghosting and disappearing right away because that's what I'm used to doing and it's always like easier for me but it's also very unhealthy to do so when my sister is around she helps me communicate and to formulate my words and all this stuff and we're basically learning from each other and helping each other to try to leave the toxicness behind and that's by communicating I mean it's like hard but it's manageable I'm doing it it's a long process but I'll eventually get there moving on to questions first question what are attachment styles so for this one I'm going to use a website for reference and it's called simplepsychology.org attachment styles refer to the particular way in which an individual relates to other people the style of attachment is formed at the very beginning of life and once established it is a style that stays with you and plays out today in how you relate in intimate relationships and in how you parent your children so basically how your parents or caregivers treated you as a child is the outcome of how you interact and bond with people that you're close with so your relationships friendships and how you parent your children that is how i see it next question what are the types of attachment styles so from what i learned there are four types secure attachment anxious attachment avoidant attachment and disorganized attachment so to establish these attachments it comes from your parents or caregivers behavior towards you so your parents or caregivers behavior affects you on how you relate to people your relationships and how you parent your own if you had a parent or caregiver that was able to express their emotions needs wants was self-reliant and emotionally mature that means you are secure you have a secure attachment if your parent or caregiver was uncomfortable with emotions and opening up they're seen as cold or guarded they have that fear of commitment and that independence that means you have an avoidant attachment if your parent or caregiver was overly dependent on other people needed frequent reassurance always seen as clingy or needy and they struggled with boundaries that means you'll have an anxious attachment so if your parent or caregiver was ever unsure of their wants and needs they're unpredictable inconsistent with boundaries extreme highs and lows with love that means you have a disorganized attachment 
So it's pretty interesting to learn about each attachment styles. So this is from my own research. Y'all can look up on Google as well for your own attachment styles, but this is what I learned. What is my attachment style? Y'all, I am an avoidant attachment style. I distance myself, I ghost a lot, I push people away, I stay guarded. I used to hide behind my sarcasm and have I used to have like this tough kind of mask. I lack communication. It was hard to even express my emotions, my feelings to another person without ghosting them or distancing myself from them. It's hard for me to even ask for help, to ask for support. And it's a work in progress, but that's my attachment style. I do want to become more secure, and that is what I am working on right now. Honestly, it's such a process. It's such a journey because I'm unlearning years of toxic behavior. Like, I am working on becoming more secure. And that leads into my next question. How do you work on becoming secure? For me, it took a long time to actually realize how toxic I was. And it took a while for me to actually work on my shit. But for me, I work on my main thing that I struggle with. And I always talk about it. It's communication. I lack that. It's hard for me to even communicate my feelings my emotions. Usually I would just ghost. I change the subject. I'd go talk about something else or I'll just ignore the question. I don't know. I'll just do anything just to avoid it. But now I try to express my emotions and I try to feel them instead of avoiding, instead of distancing. I talk on the phone instead of texting. I send voice notes, even FaceTime. Even when I'm around people, I try to stay off my phone so I can be in the present. So I can be in the presence with them. Just like active listening. I set boundaries, whether it's with family or a potential snake. I make sure I put boundaries into place, even if they're small. I practice self-love, so giving myself compliments, saying affirmations, and doing things that make me feel good. I'm also learning how to ask for help and support, and being okay with asking it's it's a, it's taking a while but i'm coming along with asking for help and lastly i'm going outside my comfort zone with opportunities that will make me grow as an individual so these are the things that i'm currently working on or that i've already improved on on becoming secure I went from an avoidant attachment to transitioning or to working on becoming a secure attachment. It's possible and it's hard as well. 
but I'm able to do it because I want to do it. I want to be healthy. I want to learn all these healthy coping mechanisms instead of like my bad habits that I had before. But now like awareness is key for me. Once I'm aware of all these things, I can do something about it. And I can bring these words to actions on it. That basically covers this week's episode. I'm going to move on to Cree Word of the Week, which is house pets. So I have the jar with me. Shaking it up. Alright, let me open it. Oops. Alright. Let me shake it up again and grab a word. This week's Cree word of the week is... Oh, they're all sticking together. Okay. This week's Cree word of the week is... Wapus. Wapus rabbit y'all i'd be seeing a lot of wapus out in the evenings they'll just be running on by or i'll just be walking to my apartment and i'll just see one jump out of nowhere anyways i'd be seeing a lot of wapus around and that wraps up the episode thank you all for being here thank you all for listening i will catch you all on the next episode Thank you to those that listen. I appreciate you all. If you want to stay updated, please give a follow at Rising, Thriving, and Vibing Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Stay deadly, and I'll catch you all on the next episode.